Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, Dan Moylan with you, along with Michael Normanton and Rob Conlon as well on propaganda. Uh, some of these more fun than others. Mm, last mm. week, a high point. Yeah, went on for ages because we had loads <laughs> of happy Leeds fans. We lost to Brighton at the weekend, so we're reacting to that. First of all, from a Leeds perspective, um, the Brighton half, minimal, isn't it? That's going to be fairly short. I mean, we don't need to dwell on this game in general, do we? No, it's this. I mean, this isn't like a soap opera where you've got to put out 27 minutes or whatever every Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday. It's 10 minutes, is fine, isn't it? <laughs> on, on the plus side, though, we can record this episode uh, next season when we lose at Brighton again. We're just going to put this one out again. <laughs> yeah. be fine. Assuming we're not relegated. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of feedback from our TSB Plus members, um, including scores for the players, which we'll do in a second. But first of all, we need to get into the, the important matters that we discussed on the match ball. We're looking for feedback on the match ball as well, post-Brighton. And did you recall this being said rather prophetically about the unlucky third kit? It looks like something a kid might have designed. Hmm. I think well, Radrazani does get involved. Something a kid might have designed, Radrazani getting involved. Just joking, the pair of you. Well, turns out... Radrazani getting involved was not a joke, because we know he does like to do that. Mm-hmm. But he, how old is his kid that is involved like in this? 10 or 11, isn't he, or something? Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> so what, what we're referring to here, by the way, Andre, Andrea Radrazani's um, socials suggesting that the third kit was designed by Sammy, his son. Yeah. I'm, I used to get... Um, I can't remember if match or shoot. You'll remember this, Rob will be too young, but used, there used to be a, a blank kit section in that way. And I was, that'd always be like the highlighter pens and wild shit and crisscrosses and checks and stripes and everything all in the one kit. Yeah. That's happened, doesn't it? Made it look like disco pyjamas and that, that, that has happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sounds it's very professional, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we've criticised Adidas, but they must receive these emails and think, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I don't want to, why are you sending me your kids' oh, drawings? We say that a lot of the Adidas World Cup kits have been revealed and they all look dead nice. And like the Sweden ones, home and away, look really, really good. Oh, like I've the, seen these. the Adidas stripes for the Sweden kit, blue, yellow, blue. What, what are they a, a sort of a pissy yellow? No, 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 no tie dye. They are oh. the, the traditional, what you might call Swedish colours. Well, they're not very disruptive, are they? Like the who, Swedes. That's their problem. Whose son designed them? Is that Henrik Larsson's son or something? Correct, Rob. That's interesting, isn't it? Kids designing kits. Yeah. Let's um, leave it to the professionals, mm-hmm. is what I would say in future. I mean, I do remember um, Angus Kinnear, when I chatted to him in here, said that they generally leave stuff to the uh, to the designers at Adidas. That's what happens when you own a football club, isn't it? You can just do what you want. Mm. I mean, yeah. it's not... In terms of things that 
Leeds United owners have done just because they fancied it. I suppose it's relatively benign. Yeah. Could be a lot worse. But given how pissy people get about kits. I mean, we also, we do make a huge amount of money for them. So maybe, you know, do a better job. <laughs> oh, people seem to like it. I mean, truthfully, if, if, there's, if, there's plenty even been sold. If it's a 10 year old kid who's designing it, I mean, could he do any worse than put him in charge of our transfer um, activity? <laughs> I mean, we are recording Tuesday morning now, late Tuesday morning. Uh, a couple of days left until the deadline shots. Looks like Leeds are potentially going to be quiet, if you're to believe the noises that David Ornstein's making. Well, we're going to record the main podcast on Thursday this week, aren't we? Because of the after, mid- the after the midweek game. So, um, and after the windows shut, I think I mean, it shuts it Thursday sh- night. Doesn't shuts it? Thursday. You're going to have the deadline day pod, oh. the blue ticker or whatever it is. We're going to have to be in here till midnight, waiting for the faxes to land. Gets me out of the house, doesn't it? There won't be any faxes landing, will there? No. Um, we live in hope. But if it is going to be quiet, let's put Sammy in charge of transfers. I mean, like my own Sam, my son, he's pretty good when it comes to buying players like on FIFA and stuff. Mm. Just goes out and buys loads of good ones. <laughs> it's, it's not difficult, is it? Yeah. Use the filters like left backs, yeah. strikers, search by who's the best. Anyway. Buy one of them. If your people aren't happy because we lost at Brighton, all the old, all the old gripes are coming <laughs> out again now. Um, we're we're going to do the um, the average scores now at the start of this um, this show for the game that's just gone, the Brighton game. So, um, any surprises? And you can. This is from RTSB Plus members, by the way, and you, they can rate everybody, including the subs. And Jesse Marsh gets a score as well. So, shall we? Um, do, do we want to do all the team, or should we just do the the key highlights? I mean, pretty much everyone is quite bad. Rodrigo stands out as being the worst, four point six three. Melier the best, seven point eight six. Everyone else is basically between five point two six and six point two eight. Yeah, four players above a six doesn't bode well for the result but I mean when was the last time we played at Brighton and the left back wasn't the worst rated player it's true you're going to yeah Firpo Alioski prior to oh, no, that wasn't Debock, that was Derby wasn't it if he'd played he would have been the worst player <laughs> yeah. we can guarantee that oh, Vernon and Eater will probably have been bad there once I don't know I can't, I can't remember further back than the Alioski game but yeah we've. Um, it's not a good place for a left back or indeed for anyone anybody play, I was going to say playing in white but playing in pyjamas um, Jesse Marsh in this one scored 5.23 out of 10 after a, a previous high of whatever it was last week against uh, against Chelsea, it was a very high score against Chelsea, wasn't it? What was it? He got uh, yeah. nine nine point five one last week, mm-hmm. down to a five point two three. Rodrigo hero to zero again as well. Yeah, uh, which we'll come on to in the comments. Actually, um, what this is letting us do, by the way, is keep it all on a fancy spreadsheet, so we can track player of the year week by week. Mm. Um, so we can sort of tell you now who's in line for the gong at the end of the season. Not that there is a gong necessarily, or we might have to have one made now. I'd, I'd like a craft project. Yep. Could, I could set about one. I think you should. I did this table, I could make um, I could make something papier-mâché maybe. I think that's, yeah, we'll task you with that then. Or, or I could get my kids to do it like Rajasani would. <laughs> Good. <Yeah. laughs> Some absolute, like, hodgepodge of yoghurt pots and cardboard <laughs> Amazon packaging sellotape together. <laughs> Yeah, so the the scores that we give week by week for the the players and the manager across the season, we'll keep track of it and we'll let you know um, week by week who's in line for player of the year and we'll do that towards the end of this show. First, let's do the bloodletting blood then, um, all the stuff that's made us miserable across the weekend. Seagulls, basically, as a, as a sort of general concept, as the architects of our downfall this weekend. And, and Nathan has um, sent in his tape, hasn't he? He has. Recorded this tape. Recorded it in Brighton. Yeah, as you can tell, um, and the the squawking in the background, it somehow feels appropriate. Well, that was pretty crap, weren't it? Um, currently sat in a car park in Brighton, bastard seagulls flying around every can probably hear them in the background, piss-taking bastards. Um, 
Yes, one of those games, wasn't it, that Leeds put us through sometimes where just nothing seemed to go right. Um, not really some that performance. I'm tired, I'm sunburnt, I'm dying of thirst and just want to be back home. But, you know, if you're looking for positives, then a few attacking chances we created. We didn't lose 9-0 like Bournemouth did, so take what positives you can, I suppose. Quite a low bar to clear that one. <laughs> We're recording in the morning that Scott, Scott, Scott E, Scott, 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 Scott E, Scott, 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 Scott E, Scott E, Scott, Scott, mm. Scott. I can't stop. Scotty. Is he? Is he got? He's, he's been, been fired. Has he? I've missed that. Oh, you got you missed fired that? when you were on the way in. Yeah, he's been fired. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's not long, is it? Who are they getting? I mean, who's gonna? Well, who's gonna hawk off um, very, very expensive sort of Gestapo-looking cardigans now on <laughs> on match of the day? Who, who's gonna get that job? I think uh, he's not helped himself by coming into the season saying we're rubbish and all our players are rubbish and we're not going to stay up. Mm-hmm. And then they've got beat nine 0 and gone. Well, what should we expect? get someone else to do it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should have um, kept Leaf Davis. He was holding the whole thing together last year. Philip is asking if... Sean uh, Dyche's favourite, by the way. Okay. Just to let you know, so he might be making a return to the Premier League, which is great news for me. It is great news for you. <laughs> Have we got any early indications from Sean Dyche about how he feels about the potential of getting the job? All right, we've got fucking sunburn down there. Yeah, we, 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 we head, yeah so. my head, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. And he's a redhead as well, isn't he? Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay, uh, Philip's asking if Brian have some sort of football and kryptonite over us. They're good, I suppose, he says, but God, it's dull, really. <laughs> um, Boney M. Starts off, I think, quite philosophical, which is kind of that. That was how we felt with the match ball. Started philosophical, but then went full Normanton. Spirals a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> we're always up against Brighton. Nothing to worry about. Even if Rodrigo did look, look a bit shit like last season. Oh, well, actually, half the team looked crap, so I'm not sure you can blame him. Think about it. I don't even think the little scum bastard touched the ball once. You know, penis ball wasn't quite working. There was no press. You know, it looks like we need a left back. It looks like we need a striker. They're not going to sign anyone. Probably going to sell Harrison. We're going to get relegated. <laughs> Where are those Chelsea highlights? Let's watch those again. Yeah, it's like the reality started dawning then, didn't it, as, as we were going on. <laughs> Nothing to worry about, though. It's, 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 it's all fine. Um, Andy in Salford's asking why we can't win at Brighton. Is it time to bring back Neil Kilkenny from his Australian exile? Because he's the last, uh, he says, I mean, this might not be scientifically accurate. He's about the last player from Leeds to score away at this lot. I did, uh, I did an interview him for issue one of the mags, so I can ask him if you want. Oh, you back in the team. Are you BFFs now? With, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll uh, drop him a Snapchat or something. He's, not, he's yeah. not still playing, is he? Cool, so we just got distracted by um, an air conditioning <laughs> engineer. <laughs> Checking the room. Yeah, it, it's definitely there. We are moving to a new office in a few weeks, so that should, should no longer be a problem. <laughs> uh, there we go. Um, Lee and Cheese. Should we move on to Lee and Cheese's comments then? Um a theme I think we can all sort of buy into this one. Why? Every season, why do we waste 90 minutes of our life watching this fixture? It is absolutely crap. And I know everyone loves Graham Potter, but I don't. Potter. Shit. Seagull wanking wizard. Seagull wanking wizard. Fair enough. I don't know how you do that. Did they have a, a penis? A bird? Do uh, tweet us, let us know. <laughs> they, have right clo- they have cloacas, don't they, birds? Is it not a cloaca? Cloaca. Wow. Cloaca, yeah, Cloaca. Like... Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> uh, I'm just, sure we discussed just, this once before with birds. For the, for the benefit of anybody who doesn't know what a Cloaca Cloaca is, it's an all-in-one. Uh-huh. It's a bit of both, isn't it? A bit of hotel motel. <laughs> I think. Okay. I, I know that's, oh, hang on, I'm confusing it. That's what the women have. That's what a woman, woman bird has. That's a, that's a, it's an, it's an all, that's an all-in-one for a woman. I don't know what male birds have. Get in touch. <laughs> you're going to be great. Is that Umbra's replacement? <laughs> Let's move on to Andy. Well, that was one for your American newcomer bandwagon fans, wasn't it? 
doesn't matter whose penis it is. Could be Jesse's penis. Could be Warnock's penis. Doesn't matter what Americans you've got. Can be Adams and Aronson. Can be Mike Grella, Eddie Lewis, Saint Robbie Rogers. We go to Brighton and we shit, and that's Leeds. That is. But you know, at the end of the day, if I'd have been offered three points from the last two games, Chelsea and this lot, I'd have taken it. So fuck it. Fair enough. Fuck it. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I was with it. Do you think Jesse's got a cloaca? Um, no, I think you could. You can see from the genes. There's. There's a bit more there. Um, by the way, uh, most male, male birds don't have penises. Instead, they store the sperm in an internal chamber of their cloaca cloaca. So there you so go. So they do have... So they do have that. Okay. There you go. What do... I was going to say ladybirds. What do they have? But not ladybirds, but... Not, yeah, it's separate. Um, there's, there's something similar. <laughs> you don't... You, don't, you, mean you no don't idea. Know. I have no idea. No. <laughs> it's not like you're hideously out of your depth and trying to talk your way out of it. No. No, good. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Let's do what Leeds do best and dig out individuals um, for, for this defeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Connors suggesting Rocker needs a new engine. Um, not getting much past 60 minutes. Does he just not need to build himself up a little bit? Yeah, he's weird as Rocker. He's also, I think he's normally taken off because he's also not been that good so far. He's been fine. Yeah, I, th- I thought at half time maybe he might have got Foreshaw on for him just because we were struggling to get hold of the ball or, or move it forward. But I don't know. I don't actually mind the thing of using him for 60 minutes and then bringing him mm. on because we've got five subs. Yeah. We've, got, we've got a squad now. So Well, his season it, average, 6.85 there, Rob. Well, there you go then. Over the four games so far that he's played. Yeah, I think he's been fine. And don't get me wrong, I really like having spare midfielders rather than at this point last year. You'd have gone, well, if Forshaw's injured, I guess Cock pushes forward or Strout comes in, but Strout's currently um, out of position at left back, isn't he? So we can't do that. Uh, Aronson, uh, Medford Messi's glorious hair is the name of the person who sent this tape in. Um, so it's a written message, isn't it? So it's a telegram. Uh, I think Aronson needs to be more confident in his, in his abilities to beat a man and also to twat it in the net. Again, tapping into your coaching expertise, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sazzy BM or Sarah, to give her a, a Sunday name, whichever you prefer. Is Christensen really as bad as people are making him out to be or does he just need a few more games to settle? I don't think he was terrible in this one. He was just the same as 
the rest of them. Yeah, and the spacing behind thing, I think that's just how we play. I'm a little bit fed up of him just knocking the ball down the line to an opposition player. Mm. That's all he seems to do when he gets the ball. He's just pass it down the line, even if a Leeds player is not there. But I don't know. It, kind of, it's kind of a safety pass. first approach. When I, yeah. when I used to play right back, that's what I used to do as well. <laughs> yeah. just, just bang it along. I was going to say, actually, when we went, watched the uh, the fabled Leeds 4-3 against Liverpool, there was a lot of that going on with Gary Kelly. Just mm. pump it down the line. Yeah, everyone, seemed, the everyone, line. everyone seemed happy with it. Pick up scraps. Yeah. Uh, Christensen's score so far for the season 6.09, the average of the four games that he's, uh, that he's played to date. Um, Rodrigo, back to his old self or just a blip? Hmm. There he is. There's the Rodrigo I remember. I do think, though, between the Chelsea performance and this one, we've probably got a good insight into the range of performances we can expect this season. So let's hope for more of the Chelsea level and less of that one. I mean, all joking aside, that is true, isn't it? We've now, we have now seen the range, hopefully. It doesn't get much worse than we saw there. Mm. And it can be very, very good. And all strikers are shit sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure they are. I mean, if, if the whole thing behind you doesn't work, then it's not going to fire for you, is it? Well, that was the thing as well. The amount of times he would drop in deep to try and get hold of the ball because it, just nothing was really working, but then we'd have no one up front. It was all just a bit of a mess. And mm. it's hard to blame individuals for that, I think. And we've, we've got a classic lead spiral here from Mark, who's suggesting Rodrigo is back to his usual tricks of not being able to complete five-yard passes. Still need a striker. Bam Bam too injury-prone. Joffe, uh, still not ready to be first-choice striker. Feel Rodrigo's goals will dry up. That's the spirit. <laughs> Great to be back. Well, it, I mean, we, we have been maintaining we should buy a striker despite Rodrigo's form and Bamford being always on the cusp of, of being fit again because, you know, we can't trust Bamford to be fit and we can't trust Rodrigo to be good because neither of those things have happened in the past couple of years. So let's, you know, let's, let's, get, another just, one. let's just get yeah. another one. It was uh, arriving at the Barnsley game in midweek. I got to my seat and sat next to my mate and he just turned to me and went, Rodrigo, still not having him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we're giving him more slack now because he's scored some goals. Yeah, but that's how it works, isn't it? You can excuse the odd bad performance if you know, the mean for the season is is better than it has been, which yeah. has been pretty crap so far. Anyway, there are questions about um, tactical failures. Uh, specifically, we've got the high line, the pressing, defensive problems. Uh, Katie mentioned that Strauch isn't a left back. We do need a proper one there. I've Again, noticed it, that. It goes, yeah, it does go to the, the whole range of performances thing. Like we saw a great one against Chelsea. This wasn't so good. What, from, from Stroke? Yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, it was great. It was no greater than anyone else. Everyone was very good in that game. But yeah. again, just still by a left back. I mean, I've just been listening to you speaking to Phil. We're not getting a left back, are we? I don't think we're getting anything. Fuck's I mean, sake. we've got a promising up and coming left back in the under 21s called Alison <laughs> McCallumont, judging by yesterday's under 21s game. So yeah. you never know. Mm-hmm. And Wedge is asking, do we have a plan B? Mateus Click. Seems to be it so far. Is that it? Uh, Sinistera. I think he's an, I think he's a good option. Although actually, from the bits we've seen this season, I'm kind of thinking I feel a bit like with Sinistera and Dan James. You know the way you saw a little glimpse of Rafinha, but then Helder Costa was playing, and you were like, "Yeah, just just play Rafinha. Come on, let's stop let's stop pretending. He's much better than him. Just just get Dan James booted out." Ethan's asking who is Brendan's backup. Worries him. Um, when he came off, Joffy came on. Did Joffy play ten? Did Rodrigo? Of course, signing a striker would alleviate this pressure too. Dot dot dot. Everyone's saying it. Mm. I mean, I think it was after the first game, second game, saying I'm already worried what happens if, if Aronson gets injured because he, he seems so vital to the way we we press and, and attack. I don't know if anyone else does that. I suppose we've not really seen Sinistera start a Premier League game yet, so we don't mm. know what that's going to look like. Because also against Barnsley, he played on the left and was cutting mm. in, but then 
So is he going to play on the right? Is Harrison going to move to the right? It's all, it's still early, isn't it? We're still trying to find things out. I think it's a little bit harsh to ask whether Marsh has a plan B or not because he did change the shape of things. Mm. And last season, he, he changed the formation around as well. But it's always a sign of things aren't going well if you are changing things like that. So yeah, we're still kind of finding his feet, aren't we? I think as well, there's a bit of um, an old-fashioned English thing that what sometimes what people mean when they say they want a plan B, but as it was under Bielsa, He's a really big man to kick the ball at. <laughs> is that what plan B is? That's what plan. That's the sort of yeah. That's your traditional English plan B. Put someone really quick on, or really big. Mm. And we've got some people really quick already in the team. So that's obviously that's plan A is really quick. So yeah. then you need Matt Smith to come I've on. Got some food for thought for you. Maybe um, plan B is Junior Furpo. Brendan Aronson is saying that the high line pressing with uh, four slow defenders is asking for trouble. You may be a liability, but Furpo's pace is missed. Is Furpo got pace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, it doesn't seem to be the case when he's trying to defend. He seems very laborious going back. I just my main thing I think of when I think of Furpo is just him running backwards, miles behind the winger. So mm. I, I, I mean that's sort of Christensen's role at the minute, isn't it? So that should be fun, I guess. It'll be something different instead of Strauch. Dan James at left back. Mm. Yeah, Don't just do what for Spurs? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be awful. And Boney M and Nathan both pointing out that that Evan, Everton basically is the important game now. Just forget this one. Yeah, um, it's true. Uh, one of those fixtures, Nathan says, perennial bogey team. As long as Fat Frank's crying on Tuesday night, all will be forgiven. Fingers crossed. I mean, let's let's shift from this blame game with our players. We love them, really, don't we? We're in a new, you know, brave new era and all that. We're very supportive in the circle of trust and all that. Let's blame the referee. Yep. Okay. Uh, Michael Salisbury. Yeah. So, well, Patrick says he used the word crap. Nathan used the word useless, fucking biased twat. Just you know, that's Nathan's opinion, not ours. Uh, Daniel's <laughs> it, just it, dreadful. Reflects it pretty well. Um, but we have, we do know about the ref crimes as well, don't we? Yeah, uh, he's the spawn of another Salisbury. He is of Graham, who was the man who, in fairness, rightly sent Max Gradle off. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose you could say, but he enjoyed doing it too much, didn't yeah. he? That was his, that was his real crime. So yeah, he's, um, he's, and he's only got his job because of his dad. Yeah, I'm going to say that as well. I mean, that Leeds hating bias would have been passed down the generations. That's how it works, isn't it? He's from Preston, and he's 37, I think, 38. It's about. No, yeah, so he's like my age. So he'll he'll remember the playoff defeat probably. And the pacing that his dad took on like in lead circles, yeah. So that'll annoy him, maybe, mm. if we're gonna get into conspiracies. But yeah, we've um, we've got a bit of other beef with Graham Salisbury. There was a game where he didn't give us penalties against Brentford as well, apparently. Right. So it's a it's a dreadful family. Matt, Max should have chinned him when he had the chance. <laughs> it's, the, it's the deep state conspiracy, isn't it? Big ref big refs are uh, doing whatever big refs do. And I, I know it would have Probably resulted in a like a fifteen match ban for Max Gradle. Should have let him go. You think it'd have been worth it? Let him go, Jermaine. Let him do his worst. <laughs> like a caged lion. <laughs> Set him free. I mean, Max Gradle's he was pretty angry that day, but he's not he's not in general a very physically intimidating man, is he? He's like no. sort of ten stone of admitted, admittedly a lot of anger in there, but um he calmed down in later life. But you know, it was it was rightly directed at the Salisbury's as a family. He just he didn't do anything. There was not one decision family. that was that. Well, goodness, Michael, you just stopped talking there. That was exciting, wasn't it? The, the Salisburys were on the Mrs. Salisbury, I believe it was. I saw her <laughs> running away from the fuse box, cackling as we were we were trashing her family. We just had a, a thrilling power cut mm. here in the studio. Big some, refs trying to silence us, but we're going to keep speaking the truth. <laughs> some people had come in as like electrical engineers, aren't they, or something like checking the aircon? But we know that we're in disguise. Yeah, like you know, that, yeah, they do when, they, they when the FBI are like stalking something out, and they're dressed up as like. I don't know, florist or whatever, in a florist fan. I bet there's bugs all over this room as well now. Mm. I mean, the fact we broadcast it all 
probably, <laughs> probably negates the need for a bug. But you know what I mean. You know, just to get the off-camera stuff, the real, the real, the juicy info. Anyway, we're blaming the Salisbury family. Yeah, fine, yeah, fine. Let's move on. Um, so, player of the year so far. Then we can start to track this now. We're a few games in. We've got a bit of data. So we do the player ratings. Our TSB Plus members um, send them into us in the wake of every game. We put it into our fancy spreadsheet, and it tracks the player of the year week by week. Dan's only calling it a fancy spreadsheet because he he did it and he did Correct. a formula, and he was sure. really, he's very very proud. Do of you himself. know what formulas I did? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's hot Excel chat. Yeah, it's, it's actually it's Google Sheets. Google um, Sheet, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of count if going on mm-hmm. and some if error with some sums in brackets, which very I think nice. is for anybody who's uh, involved in spreadsheeting. You'll know what I'm talking hey, did about. Did you enjoy my use of concatenate in the the other part of the spreadsheet? The what? Concatenate, joining two cells together to make it into one. Text in no. it. It was nice, I, I thought. But I anyway, did, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, anyway, the, the scores will average out over the season, and we can award and track across the season uh, who's going to be player of the year. So should we do the scores like in reverse order, like the charts? Rod, Rod, <laughs> oh, I don't need to go all the way. I'll just do your top five. So Rodrigo seven point three one. He's number five. Tyler Adams slightly ahead seven point four four. Jackie's number three, 7.49. Brendan, 7.84. The Yank Badger. Yeah, the Yank Badger. And Elan Melier is bang on eight. He's averaged out at exactly eight, as the numbers would have it. Jesse Marsh with a 6.68 so far. Any other managers scored on there? Or is he the best one we've got? Uh, he's the only one we've got at the minute. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so yeah, he's, got, he's, he's, gone, he's ranged from an eight to a 3.98 to a 9.51 to a 5.23. Um, you can probably figure out which, which games are which and all that. So at the minute... Melier on for player of the year. And Patrick Bamford sinking the place out on 5.79. Bless him. Uh, well, there you go. That wraps up propaganda part one for this week. Uh, we're going to do some more propaganda later in the week, aren't we, post-Everton? So. Mm. And there's a bit of Barnsley in propaganda extra oh, for TSB plus people as well. Just a little bit. Yep. We, did, we don't need to dedicate a full episode to them because it's only, it's only Barnsley in second you, string. You've got to punch up towards the Premier League big football, haven't you? Not, exactly. Not down to those exactly. little, so we'll little be speaking, mining simpletons. We'll be speaking down to Barnsley a little bit more in that <laughs> show. Yeah, so look out for Propaganda Extra this week then um, in your TSB Plus uh, feed. Also, we've got the, the other half of this to come, which again might not be as much fun as the Chelsea one, but we will plough on regardless. In for a penny, in for a pound and all that, yeah? Yeah, I suppose. We'll speak to you on that. Bye-bye. The Square Ball Podcast. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 